uh, I'm wondering why do you think uh, Mr. Polyev's housing message is resonating over your govern government's message? Um, I'm not going to agree with the premise of your question, obviously. <laughs> I'm so um, cute. But let me just say this. Um, housing is a key issue for Canadians. Uh, be forewarned, everybody. This video is three minutes and 48 seconds long. Why is Pierre Poilier's messaging resonating better than Trudeau's? You know what? I I'm a little neurotic. Before I even get into this, let me, let me bring this out. Want to do the standard video intro, but I need to make sure that audio... I don't have a good mic. So let me know. I'm going to go to Locals, because I know in Locals, the chances of me getting trolled are far less. Um, how's the audio, Locals? Whoever's next door to me at this hotel is going to be going crazy for the next hour. I'll try not to scream too much. Let's make sure the audio is good. It's as good as it's going to get. Lighting is as good as it's going to get. We're on the road. We drove, what, just a cool 700, 800 kilometers today? She looks like a witch from The Wizard of Oz, says Tony the Turtle in our vivabarneslaw.locals.com community. Audio's good, good. So let me just pull my, let's pull one ugly mug out to bring back another ugly. We get that. And we understand, you know, we talk about the cost of living challenge. Groceries are part of it, but at the end of the day, housing is such a big part of it. If people have a home that they can afford, so far she's been talking for safe place 40 live, seconds, garbage. Everything else in their life works. So we completely understand. They completely understand. It was their 2015 um, PM campaign housing for all, affordable housing, solving the housing crisis, 2015 that this is a challenge for Canadians. It's a challenge for Canadians. And our message to Canadians is... Give us another three years when we run an election. We'll do, we'll do it then. Natives, you'll get clean drinking water in the next three years. That was uh, one of their other 2015 uh, election promises. Housing 2015, 2018, 20, well, 2019, 2021, and then all of a sudden, housing is a provincial issue, not a federal issue. We are there to speak to the challenge and to act on the challenge. Verbal diarrhea. Is Verbal diarrhea coming out of a human anus. A really steep hill for us to climb as a country. And it's a steep hill for us to climb, partly because, as Sean was saying in his opening remarks, you know, this is not a challenge that started yesterday. No, no, it, it was one that you started tackling when you were elected, not you, Christian Freeland, of the Liberals in 2015. 2015. Um, for decades now, governments in Canada have not been building affordable housing and supporting the building of affordable housing. We are changing that. And the second thing is, and this as oh, finance this, this, minister, this I see as a fry. huge advantage for Canada. We're a growing country. That's a good thing. Every other wealthy industrialized nation in the world, when they look at their economy, one of the first problems they see is a demographic challenge. Do you know why it's a growing country? Talked about it yesterday. Opening up the border is a great way to become a growing country, not a great way to increase GDP. It might actually have a net negative impact on GDP. Open the border to immigrants who are not necessarily financially contributing to the ecosystem of the country that has just brought them in. It's not a good thing, 
But yeah, it's, it's growing, right? 97% of the growth is immigration. Because Canada is one of the few countries that is open to immigration, that is less of a challenge for us. Okay. That's a great thing. Of course, if flooding a house is not a challenge. Just open the front door. A growing country needs to build more homes. And that... With what? Unicorn farts and fairy wings? You need to build more homes. You need to have a, a working... Uh, a working society that contributes because uh, uh, you're not you, there's not endless tax dollars you can squeeze out of the people who are willingly going to stay in that country yeah you're letting people in en masse who are not necessarily contributing to GDP so while GDP might be going up as a raw number it's going down per capita that's why we have policies that are about supply 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 of what and we exactly? have been going at it aggressively you know, let's look at what we've done just this fall alone. Lifting the GST on purpose-built rental, which, by the way, the uh, conservatives we're, we're, are opposed we're, we're to stop. doing. We're going to stop. This is yet another example of a government that is incompetent, creating problems, and then in order to resolve those problems, well, we got, we got, we got population problems, open the border. Well, now we've got GDP problems. I don't know, tax more, print more cash. Oh, my goodness. Uh... Can't believe the corruption with the top five liberals. Nothing happens to them. So top cops and judges must be all working together, breaking law. Nothing happens. Unfriggin' believe. It's just, it just goes on for th three minutes and 50 seconds. Why is Pierre Poilier's housing uh, proposals resonating better than the liberals? Because you guys have been in power for eight years now and have done jack squat. Let me, let me just, let me just, let me, I got it. I got it. I mean, you all know this. Sorry, I'm not going to scream as much as usual because I don't know if people next door can hear this. Uh, Liberals Housing 2015 Canada. The Liberal Housing Plan. Oh, I, I, had, a, I had a title there. 2015. Oh, <laughs> Justin Trudeau pledges new funding for affordable housing people. It's an amazing thing when you have a memory because you've lived through it. Justin Trudeau pledges new funding for affordable housing, tax breaks for developers. The reality is that too many Canadians cannot afford to buy a house, the Liberal leader said. Oh, when was this published? Yesterday? No. September 2015. Look at how young Satan was back then. He was so wet behind the ears. He hadn't yet sold his soul. He still looks like he has a bit of a soul left in his horrible, evil, corrupt body. Okay, people. Uh, good evening. Holy crab apple. So I'm on the way back from... Tuscaloosa, Alabama, to uh, the Boca area of Florida, and it's a long, bloody drive. We went, I left Monday, um, we went to Allison Morrill's place, who has put together a vlog of our stay that she's having some technical difficulties publishing, but it's coming soon, so stay tuned. Uh, and then on, uh, what was it? So that's Monday. Tuesday, we drove like nine hours to get to Tuscaloosa. Yesterday, which was Wednesday, um, what happened yesterday? Yeah, Wednesday was the debate. We're going to talk about the debate. Holy cows. And today we were going to go like marathon six o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock at night, door to door, but decided to cut the day in half so that I could do a stream. Uh, kid could take a break. I could exercise. He exercised as well. I love it. Nobody bothers us in these gyms and these hotels. Like you have to be 60. No. So we broke it up into two days. Still had a pretty decent day of driving. But the debate yesterday, holy cows, it was, we'll get into it. There were some technical difficulties in that we couldn't hear the, um, the candidates for the first 20 minutes of the debate, could barely hear the announcers. I think they fixed the mic problems a little bit. 
But, um, oh, here we go, here we go. Now I'm selling the Obama plagiarist. If that doesn't scream infiltrator, I don't know what does Idiom Radio. Well, Idiom, if you think it makes someone a plagiarist to use a paradigmic cliche of expressions, you don't understand what plagiarism is. You can find any number of speeches in which people use analogies of giving someone the keys to the car, leaving the front door open. Uh, and if you think Obama was the first person to have ever said any of these things in that way, is they're political cliches. And I'm not selling the Obama plagiarist if you're referring to Vivek. I still have the number one person that I know needs to get elected as retribution for all of this. But Vivek, whether you like him or not, whether you think he's a phony or not, uh, he is saying the things that I've been saying for a long time. And so I'll just take it as flattery that he gets out on the stage yesterday and says January 6th was an inside job. We'll get there. Oh, all right. So the debate yesterday was very interesting on the show for today. When we get there in a few minutes, we're going to talk about Vivek going scorch earth on Nikki Haley. There was like a, 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 there was a team up yesterday, Vivek and DeSantis versus Haley. And then you had Haley and Christie versus Vivek, uh, Vivek. So it, it was, it was fun. We'll talk about it. And I'm going to get into Vivek going nuclear. You get up on stage and you say Jan 6 was an inside job, Holy, you might, you might as well say 9-11 was an inside job and think that that's not going to blow a few minds out there. To hear someone say it, because we know that it is. Def I mean, definitively, logically, and I'll give you the receipts, I'll then talk about it for a while. To hear someone say it, yeah, it's about damn time. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about some stuff out of Canada, which I think we're going to start with. Because F-U, YouTube. We're going to call it F-U-Tube. We're going to talk about the mayor of Montreal just, you know, just collapsing, just collapsing on, on live air. Just, you know, things that always happened. Don't you always remember politicians, journalists collapsing live in air? I can think of, like, what was the girl's name? Jessica Robson or Jessica Robman? Jessica Robbie? There was a global news journalist, collapsed. Uh, one who had also previously tweeted out about certain medical procedures that they were taking. You had the lawyer for the convoy during the commission collapsing a uh, one who had previously tweeted out hashtag vaxxed to the max now you have valerie plante the mayor of montreal collapsing apparently it's her second uh, medical emergency health emergency in 2023 and there are some receipts on the interwebs that might allow some people to legitimately ask can i connect these dots yet or, or no not so much valerie plante there was something else coming out of canada well i have to go check my notes uh, before we get there, what is it? Uh, how am I senile that I forgot the other news story coming out of Canada? Oh, yeah, yeah, just, you know, the, the healthcare system in shambles. We'll get to that as well. Then we're going to get to Vivek and my highlights, my assessment from last night. Uh, for those of you who don't know who I am, you stumbled across some crazy person in a hotel room somewhere yelling at a computer and a camera. Viva Fry, David Fry, hey, Montreal litigator turned Florida rumbler. We start on YouTube, Rumble, and vivabarneslaw.locals.com. Viva Fry. Um, where we're going to have an after party afterwards. Uh, what was I just about to say? So let me just make sure I should have made sure that we're live on all of these platforms. And we are. My dog and cat... I'm not... No, I'm not reading that just yet. So what we're going to do, we, we do a couple of stories on YouTube and Rumble. Then we end on YouTube, move over to Rumble. The link is in the pinned comment. And then uh, what we do after that, when the stream's over, we go over to vivabarneslaw.locals.com for an exclusive after party. Everybody's happy. Everybody has a wonderful afternoon, morning, whenever it is I decide to stream. <sighs> we're live on all platforms. Let me make sure we're good on Locals. We're good. All right.
Let's watch the video. Roll it. Who? Whatever. Keemstar. Whatever happened to Keemstar? Roll it. It's. It's just. I, there is no Schadenfreude here. I know some people will get Schadenfreude, and I can't blame them for getting Schadenfreude out of seeing stuff like this. I get none of it. I just say, uh, you, you, Journal de Montréal, if you can imagine it, when that journalist, when the reporter from uh, Global News or whatever it was, collapsed live on TV, had had previous posts about having getting a certain medical intervention, and I asked the obvious question, uh, when, when did you last get a, a jibby jab? And then they write about me in Journal de Montréal, which is the Journal of Montreal, suggesting that I'm a conspiracy theorist. Oh, I want to pull an Elon Musk, Tucker Carlson, Dana White moment and say, go F yourself. But I'm not going to because it's still early in the day. But I've got questions. And wait until you see this. Let's, let's just, we'll bring up the video and then we'll just, you know, bring up, uh, bring up legit, legit questions. End Wokeness posted this. It's it's horrifying to watch because every now and again, I'll be doing a stream and you get overwhelmed with panic. Like you you realize you've been talking for thirty five seconds, you have no idea what the hell you're saying. You're losing your thoughts. You think you look like an idiot. You want to throw up. It happens. Collapsing live while reporting. Maybe we haven't been looking for it, but it hasn't been happening like this. Ville de Montréal, City of Montreal. This is Valérie Plante. Direct them to other kinds of of services. So I would. Um... What? Oh yeah, you gotta gotta stop the cameras. On va arrêter les caméras. Gotta stop the cameras. Can't let people see what's actually happening in this world. That's Valérie Plante. It's terrible. Uh, it's horrifying. You hope she's all right. What the hell happened? What the hell happened? Apparently, it's not even the first time this year that she's had a medical emergency. So maybe she's got something totally unrelated. I don't remember the name of the journalist who says she knows what happened. It, you know, there are any number of reasons why something like this can happen. People get dizzy. People get nauseous. People throw up. It, it happens. I, I'm not. I don't want to tell you what I'm drinking. It's not anything entertaining. It has caffeine in it. I don't know what this crap is. It's not. It's not. Uh, I shouldn't have done it. Tastes good, but I should have done it. Um, it's not the first time she's had an incident this year, so it makes the news. Another collapsing journalist, politician, anchor, whatever. It makes the news, and then you demonize the people who say this isn't normal. Uh, going to Daily Mail. Shocking moment. Montreal Mayor Valérie Plante collapses while giving speech live on TV. Valérie Plante was speaking at a news conference at City Hall Tuesday morning when she suddenly went silent and dropped to the ground mid-sentence. Happens all the time, people. Aides rushed to her side, walked her to a nearby eleva elevator. An ambulance took Plante to a hospital. Since her health scare, Plante said she's feeling better and is currently in stable condition. It was her second health scare in 2023. Just go down. Shocking moment, yada, yada. Uh, she was speaking to City Hall, and we'll get to it. Okay, I don't know that there's going to be much more news to this. She addressed this in Tuesday, providing an update on her condition to her followers on X. What did she say? This morning, I felt uneasy during my press conference, she wrote in French. Fortunately, I'm better. Thank you very much for the support. I was able to meet my medical team. I'm doing well. However, as a preventative measure at, to fully get back into shape, I will have to reduce the pace of my activities in the coming days. I will have to be absent from the city council meetings 
this evening, exceptionally, yada, yada. Her office explained that the mayor experienced malaise for the second time this year, but was out of danger. Preventative measures, she will not attend uh, a city council meeting. Who cares? Who cares like that? But you know what I mean. It's not the first time Plant missed work due to an illness. Earlier this year, medical condition caused her to cancel her appearance at a news conference. An assistant said she had suffered a malaise at the time. Malaise is what we know it is. It means nothing and everything. Many wished her well. I'm thinking of you, yada yada, glad you're recovering well. But some crazy conspiracy theorists are wondering if it had anything to do with the any number of jabs or boosters that she did in fact have. Just go back, the internet's forever. Remember when, um, let me see here. Here we go. Do you remember when Valérie Plante posted, or the City News posted this? What, what, when was this from, people? June 25th, 2021. Normal is on its way, end quote. That's what Montreal Mayor Valérie Plante tweeted Friday after receiving her second vaccine, urging those who haven't made their appointment yet to do so. As of Friday, people who receive two doses can gather inside without a mask. Oh, thank you. Can you... It would be, I, I don't want to have a, a, I don't want to have a medical um, issue live by having blood pressure make my head explode. Do you remember when the science was that if you had, do, if you had two doses, you could gather inside without a mask? Mm -mm -mm. Science, people. And, and we were the idiots to say, this makes absolutely no sense. This is a Milgram experiment. But let's play the video. Montreal Mayor Valérie Plante was among those receiving their second vaccine jab on Friday. After receiving AstraZeneca for her first shot, it was now time for Pfizer. Posting on Twitter later... I'm so what the hell does that mean? After getting the AstraZeneca, it was now time for Pfizer? Did, they, did Pfizer do any tests where they crossed over which jabs you took uh, as the pair? Oh, yeah, you could just go AstraZeneca. Then you can go Johnson & Johnson. Then go back to Pfizer. Oh, yeah, well, they, they do Moderna just so you get the full uh, Grand Slam. Normal is on its way, but there is still work to be done to get everyone on board and vaccinated. Normal it's on, normal on its way. Let's, let's flash back to her collapsing. Normal's on its way. By the way, I'm making no medical conclusions that there's any correlation between this YouTube overlords. Uh, this is just news that is on the internet for everyone to see. We hope we can end COVID this summer. Starting Friday, people who have received two doses of a vaccine will be permitted to oh, yeah, gather inside without a mask. A maximum of 3,500 will also be allowed at outdoor festivals. Hi hypothetically, just hypothetically, if there were a correlation, would the general public not be within its, not, not, not constitutional rights, God-given rights to know? Would they not be within their rights to know that we were experimented on and some people are now publicly, very publicly showing the signs? Maybe, maybe if it undermined everything they did and coerced people to do, if it exposed them to liability for having immunized, you know, hypothetically, just going back to Anthony Housefather's uh, description of how these companies were just churning the crap out, garbage in, garbage out. Two jabs as of January, 20, uh, two jabs as of June 2021. How, how many is she up to? When was her last one? Is it related? Inquiring minds want to know or everyone else who was so experimented on. Not making any connections. I'm just saying this happened to her. Oh, but hold on. Hold on here. Where was it? Valérie Plante. Here we go. Look at this. Remember, th this is the Valérie Plante. What year? Are we, what, we, October 2021. Valérie Plante plans to make vaccination mandatory for Montreal's elected officials. Hmm. 
That's funny. Life can only be understood backwards, people, but it must be lived forwards. Kierkegaard. All of this makes a lot more sense, reading it in reverse. Municipal party leaders in favor. Discussions underway to impose vaccination on all city hall employees. No one forced you to do anything. Don't you remember that? No one forced you. This is not what we call a, 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 a franchisisme, like a French, when you translate something from French into English. Imposer is to, you know, so imposer is to get someone to do something or... No one forced you to do anything, but the discussion underway to impose vaccination on all city hall employees. You don't want it? Piss off. You don't get a job anymore. Nobody forced you to do anything. We just imposed it on you. And if you chose to refuse the imposition and quit your job, well, that's on you. A mandate requiring Montreal City Council's next elected officials to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Fully. Now it means just a booster every six months. And who knows what happens? According to the incumbent mayor, Valérie Plante, no one without two shots should be allowed to enter Montreal City Hall. This is where people are going to get Schadenfreude out of this if there is a connection. And even if there's not, people are going to say, yeah, there's, there's karma on this earth. Some people are going to say that. I'm not saying that. I, 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 part of me, the devil on my left, might want me to say that. The thought comes through my mind. And I say humans are humans, even if they are awful, awful humans. Yeah. No one without two shots should be allowed to enter Montreal City Hall. Wrong on efficacy. And the only question is, were they also wrong on that other half of that statement? Blank and blank. Safe and effective. Well, there were certainly... <laughs> Aspiring municipal officials are required to lead by example, said Plante in a Friday tweet. Wow. You know what? Let me, let me open up that tweet. Go back to that one. Yeah. Lead by example. Wow. This is why all elected officials will have to be uh, able to show their vaccination passport during the next meeting. Um, nobody knows what her medical condition is. She's had two of them in 2023. She had two of something else in 2021, and she probably had a number of others in 2022. Who knows? Don't ask. Don't tell. I'm going to leave that window open so I can look at that afterwards. Um, it's disgusting. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah, but there's nothing, there's nothing to see. There's nothing to ask. And if you dare ask it, hey, Journal de Montréal, go write up a piece about me tomorrow. When was Valérie Plante's last jab? How many has she had? And is there any correlation between her second medical malaise and the fact that she might be jacked to the max? Asking. Did any journalist ask this? Of course not. It's rude. They, you, you, they could ask you to show your vaccination to get into City Hall, but we can't ask the collapsing mayor when her last shot was. It's amazing how that works. I want to swear so... Child's in the other room. I don't think he can hear me. I think he's watching a movie, but I'm not going to do it anyhow. All right. Wasn't it the PM of New Zealand who collapsed, jabbed, and a blonde reporter who face-planted on the desk with her, her co-host says, oh, not again, and that comedian who slumped... Dude, there's so many of them, John. There's so many of them. It's beyond description. There was the comedian who fell, cracked her skull when she landed on the ground, and she was making a joke about it. I got, my, I got all my shots at the same time, and then she made a joke about Jesus loving her. And then she literally collapsed smacked her head on the floor. Everyone thought it was part of the skit. She cracked her skull. There are endless, countless journalists who have collapsed live on air. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, that's what's happening in Montreal. There's more that's happening in Montreal. But before I forget, my goodness. 
going to be good timing. Before I forget, you might have noticed when you came into the stream, it said, this stream contains a paid promotion and it's got a sponsor. Yes, it does. Look at that. That's, that's, my, that's my logo right there, people. Startmail.com. Uh, this is, I mean, it's, it's, an, it's, it's the alternative to Gmail for those who are looking for safe mail. Are you tired of being targeted with phishing emails? Fed up with spam cluttering your inbox? Concerned about the companies like Google and government spying on your private conversations? Happens all the time, people. It's, it's almost a joke because I talk about something, although I probably Googled it if I talked about it, and then I start getting ads for it. It's time to switch to Startmail. Startmail is a secure alternative to Gmail that lets you send emails like they're in a sealed envelope, making sure your communication stays private and secure. Services like Google collect your data and use it for targeted ads. Everybody knows that. If the product is free, you are the product. And Google's not even free anymore. They get you hooked, and then you get stuck paying three bucks a month so you don't lose all of your emails. Startmail is a strictly ad-free service that does not collect or share your data with third parties for, adver for advertisement or tracking. Your Startmail account comes with all of the features you need, including unlimited disposable email addresses to protect your inbox from phishing scams and hacking attempts. Switching to Startmail is super easy. If you're worried about your old email stored on Gmail, Outlook, Yahoo, etc., they've got you covered. Startmail's hassle-free migration tool lets you move all of your email contacts with just a few clicks. No technical knowledge required. Over the past decade, Startmail has more trusted, is the most trusted name in email privacy. It's, let me, I'll, I'll read you some of the features here, actually. You gotta, you gotta see this one. People seem to like the uh, um, endless aliases. Um, protect your, yourself with anonymous aliases. I'm not sure what those are used for, but people seem to like that a lot. Over the past decade, Startmail has become a trusted name in email privacy, so that's why you should use it. Uh, but if you go and you put in, what is it? The, the, the link is in the description. It's startmail.com forward slash Viva, and you'll get 50% off your first year uh, subscription. So it's good. Do it and uh, break free from the shackles of big tech spying. Mm. All right, but we're not yet done with the news coming out of Canada. Do we do this one here? We're going to do this one here too, because blame Canada. I was going to say something even worse. I'm not going to say it. Um, and then we're going to move on over to Rumble. Viva Fry on Rumble. If anyone wants to come over to vivabarnslaw.locals.com. We've got 212 people watching on Locals. It's amazing. Come over to Locals. You could be a member for 7 bucks a month, 70 bucks a year um, at the discounted rate, or just be a member that's a non-paying member, a non-paying supporter. Supporter is 7 bucks a month, 70 bucks a year if you like what we do and you want to continue to help us do it. I think it's going up to 10 bucks a month in the new year, 100 bucks a year at the discount. So get in now and lock it in at the older rate. Um, or you could just be a member of the community. We're like at 120,000 non-supporting members. It's a wonderful community. Uh, so you can go watch this over here, over there. Before we go over to Rumble, we're going to do one more story on YouTube. And it's, it's, going, to, it's going to enrage me. Um, as much as anything has ever enraged me, uh, hold on one second. I don't think I put up, this is it right here. Look at this. No, no, no. That was the intro video that I was going to start with. Well, I'll save that one for later. Uh, let me, let me pull up the video. I think I didn't, I didn't put it in my backdrop. Just the Canadian healthcare system. Um, on full display. Do you, do y'all remember what the, uh, expression was in the beginning? Two weeks to flatten the curve. Two weeks to flatten the curve so as not to overwhelm the healthcare facility. Everybody remembers that, right? Our healthcare system is, it's filled, to, it's, at its, it's at its tipping point. You gotta stay out of the hospitals, people, so two weeks to flatten the curve. What, what month are we in now? Here, look at this, let's, let's watch this. Is this what I put up? 
needs more Thursday. Hold on, let me just make sure. Focus. I hope I didn't uh, I don't have anything private on my phone anyhow. Well, I uploaded the wrong version. Okay, that's great. On Thursday morning at 230%. System also needs more investment in chronic care. In Montreal, Anastasia Dextrine, City News. It's terrible. This is why I have to repost Emergency rooms at hospitals across Quebec are over capacity and in crisis mode. Here, This is in 2020. This is not March 2020. This is last week, 2023. At the Royal Victoria, occupancy was at the highest in Montreal on Thursday morning at 230%. This despite a crisis cell to fix overcrowding in Quebec launched a year ago by Health Minister Christian Dubé. Health professionals saying with long wait times and staff shortages, everyone is suffering. With an aging population in Quebec, doctors say the healthcare system also needs more investment in chronic care. In Montreal, Anastasia Dextrine, City News. With an aging population in Quebec, doctors I, I say the healthcare system also needs more investment in chronic care. In Montreal, Anastasia Dextrine, City News. Uh, they, they restricted their replies. That's what I was trying to show there. Un understand and appreciate what she just said. Um, they're at 230% capacity. That's amazing. This is 2023. In March in, in March of 2020, it was two weeks to flatten the curve because our healthcare system is going to be overloaded. As though it has not been an issue for decades in Canada, the healthcare system has been on the brink. Uh, 2018, 2018, Toronto hospital cancels elective surgery. Does it, do you all remember this one? <laughs> it's it's such an it's it was a new problem for COVID. It was the reason to lock us in our. They can't handle and manage the, the, the healthcare system, lock us in our homes for their own incompetence. This is 2018. Just look right there, February 2018. More surgeries postponed due to overwhelming number of flu cases. Wow, they could, they could have declared COVID in 2018 and, and had the exact same. 2018, hospitals overloaded, canceling elective surgeries. 2020, two weeks to flatten the curve, because we can't, we're also, we can't all jump to the hospital with COVID. It's going to collapse the system. 2022, Christian Dubé, this is out of Quebec, but it's the same across Canada. It's, I think it's even worse, perhaps, in Nova Scotia. 2022, it's a crisis. We need to revamp and revitalize our healthcare system. 2023, we're no longer in COVID. The hospitals are overwhelmed. What have they done, jack squat, except for violate? The citizenry. What have they done? Jack squat, except for spend $152 million on COVID ads. What have they done to entice doctors to join the healthcare system? Jack squat. In 2020, it was two weeks to flatten the curve because they said the healthcare system's failing. It had been flailing for decades before COVID. What have they done since? Jack squat. What does the media do? Comes out with a little 30 second fluff piece. Oh, it's crisis mode, people. Uh, the hospitals were overloaded. It was a year ago that they said they were going to do something about it. Two years into the pandemic, three years later, they've done nothing. And you're all literally dying. Not all of you. Many of you, some of you are literally dying in the emergency rooms. Let me see. Uh, what was it here? Look at this. Google. Nova Scotia dying in waiting room. Here we go. Look at this. This is Nova Scotia. Family of a Nova Scotia woman who died after seven hours is suing the health authority. How many people died that year? And this is 2022. 
In 2022, they had something like 500 people in Nova Scotia die waiting in the, in the, in the, in the ERs. Nova Scotia people dying in ER. How many was it? Last three months, 20... <laughs> I mean, th this is from April. I think we talked about this once before. Last three months of 2022 had the most deaths in Nova Scotia ERs in any quarter in six years. What have they done in the three years of this pandemic? Jack shit. Except for screw the citizens, lock them down, take away their rights, experiment on them, and they've done nothing to actually manage the problem that they knew existed for decades. It's almost like it was pretextual. Almost. <sighs> Time to start suing Big Pharma. Oh, God. Okay, here's what we're going to do now. We're live everywhere. We're going to end this on YouTube. Come on over to Rumble. Link here. I'm going to, well, hold on. Before I go, does it, does it feel like I'm lacking energy? Because I feel like I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a slightly self-conscious about bothering any potential neighbors in this hotel room. So I don't, oh geez, what happened? It's uh, 540. Have you eaten the, did you eat the ramen? Yeah. Is it good? Was it good? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Kid ate ramen. <laughs> Tell you one thing. Oh, okay. Texas is suing Pfizer. Uh, yeah, no, we, we talked about that last Sunday. We're going to talk about that again. Oh, oh, sorry, thank you for reminding me. Move to Canada where even the homeless can get maid services. In that clip about the hospitals being overloaded, the elderly, the, the old population is in dire need of healthcare in Quebec. It's almost a, a, a great convenience that Quebec is leading, I think, the free world in euthanasia. 6.6% of death in Quebec was government inflicted through medical assistance in dying. It was the third leading cause of death in Canada, medical assistance in dying. So the healthcare system is overrun. They've done nothing to fix it. They, they are incompetent, corrupt tyrants. Francois de Legault, I'm, I'm looking and talking to you. Corrupt, murderous tyrants. What do they do after screwing up the healthcare system for decades, locking us down because it's so, it's so decrepit? experimenting on us, promising us that that's the only way to get out and then collapsing live on the air and don't ask any questions. What do they do? Then they literally start killing the population. Literally. When, it, when the news broke that Quebec's third leading cause of death was government-inflicted murder, suicide, euthanasia, mercy killing, whatever you want to call it. Then they're like, well, we better put the brakes on this. It, it looks like we might be trying to kill off the portion of the population that we can't care for. Hospitals are overloaded. There, we got too many old people that need care. Kill them. Oh no, now we're, now we're getting bad publicity for killing too many old people? Back it up. That's what they literally have done in Quebec. Hold on, I'm going to show my homework on this one. Don't want to get accused of anything. Then we are going to go over to, lo to locals. Third leading cause of death, Quebec maids. Let's see here. Here we go. Is this it? Yeah, June 15th. Let me just bring this one up just so nobody questions. And if I get any details wrong so I can correct them. Quebec becomes the world's euthanasia hotspot where 7% of all deaths are lethal injections and officials expand access to Alzheimer's sufferers and force all hospices to offer assistance. Well, what better way to deal with an aging population that's overloading your ERs? Kill them. I mean, this is, it's just un-fucking-believable. It's unbelievable. What does it say the third leading cause of death here? Let me see this. Third. I don't know if we're going to see it. Ah, whatever. 
7.7%. I'm sorry, I, I actually underestimated this. I, where did it go? No, yeah, whatever. Th this is... This is the world in which we live, people. Okay, there's the link to the article. Wait a minute, why can't I post it? Wait a moment, then try again. Are we still live? Why can't I share this link? Link, Daily Mail. There you go. Okay, it went through the third time. <sighs> Serenity now. Lord, give me the strength for goodness sake, we're going to get what well, one day I'm going to remember it. Okay, anyways, all that to say, it's amazing how it works. Three years in, they've done nothing. The aging population, oh, I should not say that. Three years in, they've done nothing except kill a lot of, a lot of Quebecers. 7% of all death, euthanasia. It's a very convenient way of dealing with the overloaded healthcare system. Lighten it up a little bit. Okay, everybody? There, I, there will be there will be white pills tonight. I guess there will be white pills, because <laughs> there will be. Okay, let's do this. Please have Karen Kingston on your show, Viva. She's got the numbers and the info of the death and injuries. Okay, I'm gonna grab this here screen grab. Um, and uh, that's it. You're a good man, Viva. Thanks for all you do. <sighs> Thank you. Um, now everyone, get, get, let's 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 go let's go to the proper platform that respects free speech, where we can get away from commie tube. Um, Seven hundred forty-nine people need to leave this platform and come on over to Rumble. And those who are on Rumble, don't forget to hit the thumbs up, like, subscribe button, share this away. And if anybody wants to come directly over to vivabarnslaw.locals.com, where everyone is above average, the link is there. It's very it's very it's 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 outrageous. They call it medical assistance in dying. Maids, maids. Like, you know, people are coming in to clean up, which, which I guess they are. They do that because euthanasia has such a negative connotation to it. And mercy killings, well, the Nazis already used that, so got to go with another euphemism. In 50 years' time, maids is going to have the same connotation as mercy killings from the Third Reich. No link, Viva. Hold on a second. No link! What? Did I not? I didn't put the pin. Oh, no, the link is in the, the pinned link is in the, the link to Rumble is pinned in YouTube. It wasn't forced. It was extortion. Yep. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was not even that. It was, it was, there's a word for it in criminal law. Oh my goodness. How am I forgetting what the word is? Battery. I don't think that's the right word, Jesus. Forget it. Never mind. Okay, we're going over to Rumble. Come on over. We're going to talk about Vivek because I don't care what you think about him. He's good. Ending on YouTube. Viva Fry, vivabarnslaw.locals.com. And thank you. Start mail. The link is in the description. Booyah. Okay, Rumble on. Here we go. Oh, I should have kept it for one more second. Stats came out with an unexpected death from 2022. 16 plus thousand Oh no! Dude, the 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 the, the um, excess mortality is what it is. Is it's uh, it's on a genocide? What genocide? It's it's an amazing thing. Also, like it, it's not going to be the genocide that we knew in Rwanda. It's not going to be the genocide we knew from the Holocaust. It's not going to be the genocide that we've seen with the Armenian genocide. It's like gen it's 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 genocide for the new world order. Doesn't look like genocide. The numbers are going to quickly add up. I don't know when a number of excess deaths becomes genocide. 
Um, oh, but it was never gen. No one did it, right? No one did it. It was the best we knew because we were moving at the speed of science. I'm sorry. This will. This I'm convinced will go down as Nuremberg Code violation levels of genocide. The numbers are going to be in the hundreds of thousands, and I think the Rwandan genocide was estimated at 500 to 800,000. It's just you know, it wasn't this one wasn't carried out with machetes? It was carried out with little needles. All right, good. Democide says someone on on. Uh, B Chopra says Vivek is savage. To any snowflakes out there, put your feelings to the side. Put your feelings to the side. I just lost it. And support the principles. Have you learned nothing from Trump and the failed Biden administration? I love people say, "Oh, he's he's Obama 2.0." First of all, Obama was never dropping political nuclear bombs. Obama was a smooth talker, saying the things that were easy to say. The, the, what are they called? The, the political platitudes. Oh, race and unity, hope and change. Bullshit. Vivek is nothing like an Obama 2.0. He's dropping bombs. He's saying things that none of the other GOP candidates are saying because they're a bunch of uni party hacks. And my goodness, is he shredding uh, Nikki, shredding Nikki Haley. And that the New York Times comes out today and says that Vivek... Uh, lost yesterday's debate. You guys, you, they are incapable of telling the truth. Um, all, one thing I will say, DeSantis had a good night last night. I think last night was DeSantis's best uh, debate. All right, we'll start from the beginning. Yesterday was the fourth and I believe the last uh, GNC, uh, RNC? What the heck is my problem? Yeah, it was the last GOP primary. I was there with a kid who, for some reason, wanted to go. Is this the, uh, here, let's, let's, let's see the intro here. Yeah, this was it, okay, check this out. This is the entrance. There's a guy in there doing his uh, selfie thing. <laughs> this is the lineup to get in. Uh, it's gonna take a little while to go through. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, no, they gotta do some security check. I'm not sure where or when I'm going to do a live walkthrough or if there's going to be room for a live walkthrough. That looks like a security booth right there. Yep. But oh, um, security. We're here. <laughs> Let me tell you about security. This is the oh, my media goodness. row. And um, it's looking cool. Haven't uh, seen anybody that I recognize either through knowing them or through infamy yet. But the evening is young. Okay, let's go. This is the entrance. So let, let, let me, let, hold on, let me just retweet something so that I can bring it up, um, repost, okay. Um, what was I just about to say? Security, the illusion of safety. So they have security, you go in, they open up your bag, they look through it very summarily, then they let you through. That security booth there where you saw, they had metal detectors. Well, I go through the metal detector with my bags, I had my computer, and it obviously sounds the alarm. So the guy takes my computer bag, I walk through, it no longer sounds the alarm, and he gives me my computer bag on the other side, and then I go on in. The illusion of safety goes a long way. What am I doing with this? Um, and I, was, I didn't want to say anything in real time because I didn't want to jinx it. There's common sense when it comes to security. Look, you look through the bag thoroughly. Um, also, there were a lot of armed cops and it was, it was cordoned off, it was great. So it was in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, which, I mean, it looked like, uh, like I said yesterday, it looked like a set of a movie for a frat movie. Like it looked like the set from uh, Animal House or any other, you know, quintessential stereotypical frat movie. Beautiful brick houses, 
everything seems to be a frat house with Greek or Latin words on it, Phi, Beta, Kappa, Epsilon, whatever. Uh, there was nothing interesting to do by way of Viva on the street live streaming. The most interesting one for that was definitely, and without a question, the first one in Milwaukee where there were counter-protesters, the politicians were doing loops. The second one where it was also mildly interesting was the Reagan Museum in Simi Valley, California. The third one was in Miami, and it wasn't all that interesting. And this one, there was just, there was no, no live stream raison d'être to do it. There was no, no politicians were hanging around. It was just a good crowd of young people. Um, and there were a lot of Nikki Haley supporters there, vocal supporters screaming, hooting and hollering during the debate, inappropriately so, I should say. Um, so, and that was it. So they, and it wasn't that packed, but my God, Tuscaloosa is beautiful. Uh, my kid had a good time. We left before the closing statements. And it's probably the only time I should have stayed to the end of the closing, closing speeches because Vivek, in his closing speech, is dropping truth bombs. Scorched earth, saying... What the people believe and what everyone with half a brain knows to be true, uh, but you don't hear from the politicians because they are corrupt and um, absolutely uh, in on, they're in on the scheme. Now, hold on. The one where Vivek, Vivek uh, dropped the booyah of all booyahs was about the climate change. Now, hold on. Where is it? I know that I retweeted it and I just forgot to bring it up. Uh, Rob Primo tweeted it. Oh, where is it? I might not get the one where he called climate change a scam. He said climate change is a scam. And um, here we go. This one right here. Okay, good. Let, let me bring this up. This was Rob Primo who tweeted this. Rob Primo is another, a, a good Twitter handle to follow if you don't know who he is, but you'll, you'll know who he is in about five seconds when I can find it. Rob Primo. I wait down. Kiski spouse. He refresh. The. That's interesting. This might be Rob. I think this is a problem with your with your account on Twitter. Some accounts I'm not able to share in incognito. So I'm just gonna have to go to here. Listen to this. Oh, this. because. And then tell me that he's Obama 2.0. Yeah, because Obama 2.0. Obama was dropping truth bombs like this address a topic we didn't talk about tonight but i think is one of the most important topics that needs to be discussed that is this climate change agenda that is shackling this country like a set of handcuffs i said at the first debate and i stand by it the climate change agenda is a hoax because it has nothing to do with the climate that's what we have to see 98 percent reduction in the climate disaster related oh, deaths in the last oh, century Eight times as many people are going to die of cold temperatures this year than warm ones. Fact check Yet him. against that backdrop, there's an issue. By the way, you know, they'll, they'll fact check him and say, technically he's right, but also technically uh, random cold stuff is also part of climate change. The, the liars and the weasels know how to lie and weasel their way out of their lies and weaselness. Coming up in Iowa, it's core to Iowa farmers. I met Kim Junker, Kathy Stockdale, and other farmers who are about to have a carbon capture pipeline built across their land using eminent domain to do it. Oh, That's unconstitutional and it's wrong. It's if you thought COVID was bad, what's coming with this climate agenda is far worse. Mm. We should not be bending the knee to this new religion. That is what it is. It is a substitute for a modern religion 
We are flogging ourselves and losing our modern way of life, bowing to this new god okay. of climate, and that will end okay, on my please, watch. Please, please stop. Critical issue that's coming up. Please stop. Please stop, Vivek. Stop, stop. He's already dead. Yeah, Obama 2.0, my ass. And you know what I'm thinking, by the way? Uh, I'm getting maybe a little Alex Jonesy, but it doesn't mean that I'm wrong, and it probably means I'm right. This is a total side parenthesis, but it's going to loop into this very well. I noticed that I get some trolls who troll me, call me all sorts of names, you know, all the stuff like, oh, Viva's an idiot, nobody listens to him, blah, 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 said, whatever. All sorts of names. I go look at their profiles, and for whatever the reason, they seem to be connected or followed by other accounts who I know and who I like and who we are friends uh, on the internet and not ideologically aligned, but ideologically um, simpatico. And then I wonder why would that person who I like and I respect be following this person who's coming here to shit on me unfairly and wrongly so. And I'm convinced that some of these accounts are actually intended to sow that specific type of discord among people who are ideologically aligned on specific issues. I, let's just say it's Mr. Orange, who I follow, we're friends, we talk, we DM. Then someone who Mr. Orange happens to follow, maybe they did a, a follow back type thing a while back, comes and then shits on me on my Twitter feed. And I look back at Mr. Orange and say, Mr. Orange, why are you friends with this jerk? That I'm convinced that's exactly what is going on right here. That they have either bot accounts, B-O-T or B-O-U-G-H-T accounts, who come in, who sneak their way into the discourse, and then seek to sow discord among the, not allies, because allies is a bullcrap term, the ideologically aligned people fighting the good fight. I've, I've noticed it now with at least four accounts that I follow, that I know them personally, uh, that they have people who seem to be in their orbit that come and try to dump on me, and I'm sure that's why. So setting that aside, I'm convinced now people coming out and saying that Vivek is the Obama 2.0 oil snail, snake salesman. I'm convinced that they are there only to sow discord. I believe that they are Fed posting or the equivalent for politics. There's nothing Obama about that man coming out right now calling the climate crisis what it is, a religion and a hoax. How it's shackling and bankrupting and crippling countries and the economy. And for what? So that you can outsource all of your pollution to China? Yeah, Canada is crippling itself. I should rephrase that. The political elite of Canada are crippling Canadians. Crippling Canada, uh, and why? So that they can reduce by 50% the 1.5% of global emissions, even if you assume that global emissions are what's at issue here. Even if you assume that global emissions are causing the problem. Even if you assume that the problem is real. And you assume that the global emissions are causing the problem. Canada is going to cripple its economy uh, and its nation to reduce by whatever, by 2030, it's 1.5%, 1.4%, I think, of global emissions. And what do you think is going to happen? To reduce that 1.4, you're going to outsource the pollution to China, which represents more than the next three countries combined in global emissions. I don't happen to believe necessarily that carbon emissions are the be-all and end-all of pollution. But even if that's what you believe, by crippling your own economy, by crippling your own people, by increasing the cost of living for your own people so that you can outsource the pollution to China, to India, under the pretext that you're doing it for the environment, you're a liar, you're a fraud, and you are the head of a cult, and you expect everyone else just to go along with it for the greater good, even though it's actually not for the greater good, even assuming the premises of your own flawed religion are true. 
Yeah, so Obama, Obama 2.0, my tushy. So he comes out at the end and then says that. And they want to shut him up because it's just, can't, you can't have him speaking that truth. But it, it, the one, it's, it's, it is the of the When he came out last night, Vivek, and said that January 6th was a setup. I cheered. I don't know if anybody heard. I, I cheered for that. I really wanted to boo for Chris Christie when he gets out there and spouts off the, the, the Democrat talking points. I'll talk about Chris Christie afterwards. When he came out, Vivek, and said Jan 6 was a, a setup. Well, it, you, you knew it was going to blow some, some people's minds. And Dana Bash, um, Dana Bash, who, she's not stupid. None of these people are stupid. Some of them might be stupid. It's impossible to be this stupid. Dana Bash is not stupid. She's a mouthpiece. And she might actually be a very smart mouthpiece because they have to look stupid while they're doing it so that nobody can attribute uh, ill intent to them. Th I think this is in the spin room, if I'm not mistaken. This is after the debate, and I believe it's the spin room. Listen to this. It's a thing of absolute beauty. And just so you know, by the way, I'm not paid by Vivek. I, I, I'm so, I'll never take money from a politician. Uh, and there's no but to that. I, I think Trump has to be, will be the nominee and has to be and will be the next president. Uh, again, full stop. I'm not supporting Vivek's candidacy for president. But if Trump weren't in the picture... <laughs> Uh, so no, no, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no partisan favoritism here. I actually probably started off in a totally different um, perspective than I'm at now. Vivek is the only one making these points loud and clear. And I think DeSantis, to his credit, a little late to the game, is finally understanding I should, I should be saying some of these things that Vivek is saying. And I think last night he did say some of them. But listen to this. Let's, let's start okay. with January 6th. Sure. There is no evidence that it is an inside job. It was a fringe conspiracy theory that the Trump-appointed FBI director, Christopher Wray, has said explicitly over and over is just not true. So there is no evidence whatsoever that it was an inside job. Dana Bash, if you're watching this, how stupid or dishonest, choking my words, can you possibly be? No evidence? Well, let, let's actually back all of this up a little bit, Dana. What do you understand by the term setup? Do you think the term setup means that everyone who was breaking windows was a federal agent? Do you think the term setup means that everyone who did violence that day uh, was a paid uh, agent provocateur? No. Do you think, does setup to you mean uh, that it was all fake and fabricated from the beginning? No. A Lee Hop let it happen on purpose, or a mihop made it happen on purpose, is a setup. It's an organic way of setting it up. Oh, well, I left my front door unlocked and someone broke into my house because I had just done a video about how I got, I don't know, new speakers. So I just did a live stream. Like that, like that, like that, 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 there was a priest who was doing a live stream and got robbed live on air. That I think actually just might've been a total setup. But hey, announce something. I've got, I've got, I, I don't know, something. I got a Rolex, a perpetual, and then, oh, then I happened to just, you know, post a picture of my house, leave the front door open. Well, someone came and stole it. That's a setup. 
So a criminal actually came and stole the watch, but it's a setup. No evidence that this was a setup? Oh, we'll get there, but let's let Vivek try to set Dana Bash straight, but you can't set the dishonest straight. Let me, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to address it. I was an anti-woke crusader leaving the business world, and if you had asked me three years ago, is there some chance January 6th is an inside job, I would have said that was crazy talk. I would say looking at the facts of the video footage that have come out, Dana, it is shocking that you still haven't gotten a clear answer of how many federal agents were in the field that day. I'm just going to say, Vic, is, he's too late to this, but I mean, I'm glad to hear it, but he's, he's late, <laughs> but it's good nonetheless. Look at now. You cannot fault people for being late to the revelation because people can fault me for that as well. Now the video footage of actually throwing explosives and rubber bullets into what was a peaceful crowd, mm -hmm. then releasing to the public what came in response to that. But now look at the video footage that was released, and I'm glad we're talking about it because viewers deserve to look at that footage. Pa Capitol Police literally letting people in who were then now prosecuted, some of whom have gone on to commit suicide because of what the government's doing. That Be because of terrorist enhancement charges that they want to bring to these people. Case of entrapment. And I think the government has not been transparent about this, which is why I then brought up another case where the government, now 20 years later, with declassified documents, tells us that they lied to us at the time. And so I do think we have a government that's people. consistently lied to its people. Listen, An inside job. Li li listen, listen to Dana Bash's utter stupidity here, but it's dishonesty, not stupidity. Oh, because a lot of people were arrested and convicted. Just that everybody was who, who attacked the Capitol was well, I part didn't say of that. Some... I didn't say that, but I was saying uh, nobody said that, Dana, because that's a stupid thing to say. But you get protesters there, legit bona fide protesters who are upset with their country, but peaceful. And then you fire some tear gas, some concussive grenades. You know, you just blast someone in the face with a rubber bullet, goes through their cheek and blasts their cheek juice all over the place. Oh, well, that could turn a peaceful protest very violent, you moron. Couple that with the fact that you didn't call in the National Guard, even though you knew that this was going to happen, uh, that you were understaffed because of COVID, even though Yoga, what was his name? Yoganda, Yogananda Pittman knew that this was this was in the works. The FBI knew that this was in the works. How the hell do you think that they got seditious conspiracy convictions of the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys at, from having infiltrated them for months before? And then they say, we didn't know anything was going to happen. We were totally caught with our pants down. That's a setup, Dana. But let's let Vivek talk about this. That there is case, there's entrapment going on. There's entrapment going on, and this looks like a case of entrapment. And if you look at even over what the last, what do you mean day, by entrapment? Entrapment means that the police no. goaded people to do something otherwise than they otherwise wouldn't have done, and then they arrest them for actually doing it. And you, you saw don't that, think what do you mean by entrapment? But for the actions of the, this might not be the right word for January six, uh, except maybe with respect to the seditious conspiracy of uh, the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys. But for the involvement of the FBI, they might have never done that. It's actually, the former president who let's, was. Let's, trying well, I think to that was the media narrative. Now, look at actually we hard case. We heard well, him I'm with our own ears. Case well, we heard the former president with our own ears, peacefully, patriotically. We are on the side of the blue, of law and order. What world are you living in, Dana? You, you, it, nobody's this stupid. Because stupid people don't have hallucinations. Maybe, I don't know. Liar. Dana Bash is a liar. What you think about this, right? You guys said this for a long time about the Gretchen Whitner kidnapping plot. Suddenly gone silent after it comes out at trial that absolutely that was a case of entrapment, which is why two of those people were acquitted. So I'm saying this as somebody who, on the other side of this, as a biotech CEO, somebody who was even anti-woke, but if I was looking at this, I would have said a lot of this is crazy talk. But if you actually get into the details, I think it is startling 
how much think, the government has systematically lied. And I think it's both both parties over the course of the last 25 years. But on the, the left used to be better 6, at pointing this out. Look, 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 at her, look, at her, look at her try to insist the lie is true. Look at her. I'm, so, Vivek, I'm telling you, why aren't you believing this? But now it's the right. Which is the most aggressive, offensive attack. It was the most aggressive, offensive attack. On the U.S. Capitol, on democracy itself. On democracy itself. itself. That, what? Maybe she is stupid. I mean, maybe maybe nobody can be this much of a liar. <laughs> Dana, which one is it? Are you stupid or are you a liar? Please let me know. We have seen in our lifetime and in many, many lifetimes. In many, many. Uh, did you forget about the summer of love? The burning of the police station, the courthouse? Oh, my God. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't, Dana. Period. To say without evidence that it was an inside I'm not saying it without dangerous. evidence. I think that what we're seeing now is the video footage that's come out. I was in a different place before a lot of that evidence came out. But you have good to respond for, to the evidence. What is your response or what is anybody else on CNN's response to the video footage that was released of Capitol Police literally just peacefully allowing well, people well, into the Capitol? What we know or is shooting that into 850 people that's, that's, have been convicted but, of crimes. But the reality is many of them. 850 people have been convicted of crimes. Well, there you have it. This is how the disinformation laundering works. This is how political persecution laundering works. Trumped up bogus bullshit charges in a partisan uh, corrupt, uh, or what's the word, district uh, venue. You get corrupt, absolutely unjust sentences. And then it just, that closes the loop. Well, then it had to have been legitimate because the corruption, which led to the setup, which led to the malicious persecution, which led to the bias. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A district. It's not district, but it led to the conviction. So it's all it's all good. It just that it, it 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 loops itself off. Then were convicted before that information was released. Because I'm do glad. You think that oh, by the way, and, and that's a very good point, actually. Hold on, Vivek just made the very. Or shooting that into peaceful crowds. people that's, that's, have been convicted but, of crimes. But the reality is, many of them were convicted before that information was oh. released. Because I'm do glad. You think that former well, President Trump up, has though, anything to do with no, 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 this? Because you're bringing up a really good point, and your audience and everybody deserves to know the truth about Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Normally, there's a rule in constitutional law. It's called the Brady Rule. You have to turn over exculpatory evidence to the other side. Look at Dana's face. In this case, it wasn't turned over because the DOJ said Congress. Okay. Was sitting on okay moving uh vivek made not only the, the the truth bomb of truth bombs but the good point oh 850 people were convicted i'm sorry did they have the video footage of the cops letting them in did they have access to the 44th were they coerced into uh making plea deals it's 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 unbelievable that people can be so stupid or dishonest and it, you make the claim without evidence Dana Bash, I suggest you go watch my interview with Tarek Johnson, former Capitol uh, Police officer, who testif oh, testified. He didn't testify because apparently the January 6th committee was not interested in what uh, evidence he would have to adduce. He explained to me how he knew it was an inside job set up, so to speak, because Yogananda Pittman had a memo which was circulated internally in December. We went over it in the interview detailing the risk of a violent protest the the media was reporting on it people they were they were reporting on chatter of people talking about infiltrating the capitol building no evidence no evidence hey hold on hold on hold on here we go what's this what's this this is from cbs news i mean the, the evidence is right there you idiots you just have to understand what you're reading and what you're what you're digesting and by idiots i mean dana bash and the other msn propagandists the armed rebellion wasn't over, quote, let me rephrase this, quote, 
the armed rebellion wasn't over, end quote. FBI agent details alleged Oath Keepers conspiracy ahead, ahead, ooh, oh, I'm sorry, the, there was an FBI agent who knew of a conspiracy ahead of the attack, and yet no one on the Capitol Hill, no one, no one in Washington asked for the National Guard, although Cash Patel, in his testimony in the Colorado court, said, we offered, but we can't impose it, because otherwise that's just uh, the federal uh, overstepping its authority. We offered it. They never made the request. Why did they never make the request? Good question. Why were they understaffed with police officers? A third of them, I think, was Tarek Johnson. They were like half staffed or a third staffed. They had bike racks. And why? Because of COVID. But just, you know, you got to read between the lines here. As the high profile Oath Keepers seditious, what is this from, by the way? October 2022. An of FBI special agent testified that members of the far-right group worked to amass weapons and store them in a Washington, D.C. area in the days leading up to the riot. Okay, yeah. uh, they traveled. Okay, we got that part. Rhodes, and it's a well, hold on. Where was the, um, let me see the part here. The, uh, infiltrated. Uh, oh, come on, where is it? Uh, I'm trying to get the part where they talk about having uh, agents. No, not agents. What are they called? Um, oh, agent. Okay, let's just see here. Agent testified. Uh, what's it called? Informant. That's the word I'm looking for here. This isn't the article. Well, this is the bad one. Uh, FBI informant. Oath keepers, seditious. Well, <laughs> this is it right. Sorry, sorry. It was this is from the New York Times. I'm not going to pull up the article. An FBI informant who was embedded for months in the inner circle of Stuart Rhodes, the leader of the Oath Keepers, is likely to testify at the seditious conspiracy trial of Rhodes. Intelligence was embedded for months in the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys. They knew of this seditious conspiracy plot to overthrow the government. Alleged. I mean, I think it's all bullshit to begin with. But it doesn't make sense by their own evidence. We had infiltrated with informants. We knew of the seditious conspiracy. We got a conviction based on the informants who were embedded. FBI informants embedded with the two groups. And yet, we didn't know anything was going to happen on January 6th. And yet, we opened the doors and let them in. And there's video footage of it that was never disclosed to the public. And yet... The, the protesters, though there, were peaceful right up until the time the cops threw concussive grenades in, fired off rubber bullets, blasting people in the face, and then they got violent. That's called a setup, Dana. And what did they do with the events that ensued? They weaponized it to go after everyone and anyone who was there or in the orbit of D.C. They used it to classify basically half of the country as domestic terrorists that need to be surveilled. What did they do with it? They used it as a pretext to go after Donald Trump on indictments. They used it as a pretext to try to get Trump off the ballot. It was a setup, Dana Bash. Vivek is right, and he's the only one saying it. And that is one hell of a truth bomb to drop there, uh, and he deserves credit for it. Doesn't deserve accusations of being an Obama 2.0. What was this one? Yeah, you see here, look at this. I can't, I can't bring it up. That's the Rob Primo, dude. Primo, if you're watching, you're uh, you're in you're in you're in Twitter's bad books. Um, so that's that. Now we have a ton of crumble rants to get to, which I almost, oh my goodness, almost forgot to get to. Let's 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 open these up before I think that might do it for a, a, some of the material here.
Arkansas crime attorney, also known as Little Rock on YouTube. Good to see you, Little Rock. How you doing? Good afternoon, Viva. Long time no watch. I Now that you mention it, haven't seen you in a while. I have been busy with the work and excited. I finally caught a live show. My problem, I think, on uh, Rumble is not having a schedule. I can't bring myself, not, I can't, I'm unreliable to have a schedule. Uh, so I, th that's, that's, but it's good. I'm an afternoon show every once in a while. It's, it's good for all time zones. Finboy Slick says, Viva, you know the feeling like life isn't quite right when the world is just a little bit off and ever-present feeling that something is missing from your life? Me nagging you about the mullet. It's very funny you should say that, Finboy Slick. My wife was just texting me something along these lines, and the word is called, hold on. She said there was a word for it. Um, mother, I don't, why is she under mother on my phone? The word for it was languishing. I think the word for it was languishing. Uh, it's from a Huberman podcast. Hold on. What was the word? The podcast, but I'll send it. Dr. Grant, how to unlock your potential motivate. Uh, maybe that wasn't the word. Ah, whatever. Languishing. Uh, yeah, no, no. The world, the, things are off. But things, I think, are coming together. You cannot... Uh, two, three things cannot long be hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. And I think we are in a... I, I, it's a cliche and I don't like it anymore than like wake up, but it's, it's, a, it's a mass awakening. People are starting to realize. And that's it. Chet Chisholm, Chet, how you doing? I'm, oh my goodness, I'm supposed to have someone on from the NC, uh, the National Citizens Inquiry to give us the rundown and I didn't get in touch with them yet. Chet, sorry about that. Chet, the Nova Scotia government had a contest where people could submit suggestions to fix the healthcare system here. We currently have 275 vacancies in the paramedic roster and response times are hours long. Great job, unbelievable. Finboy Slick, well, to be fair, Viv, Obama did drop bombs too. That's how he got his peace prize. Touche, Finboy Slick, for those of you who don't know, uh, Obama extrajudicially, um, you know, killed. American citizens with drone strikes and, you know, he, 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 it's, you know, you had, there was a bombing for peace, the war in Yugoslavia. Well, you had bombing for Nobel peace prizes and, uh, Obama got his Obama. Is that, did anyone make that Obama? O-B-O-M-B-A. That might be accusing people. That might be accused of making fun of people's names. Arkansas crime attorney. I hope that wasn't a typo for this, for the rumble rant. Thank you. Arkansas crime attorney says, Viva Maga Chode 12 was on Crowder's live show this morning stating stuff like Crowder is wife beater and then is in your live feed spouting lies about you. Who's maggot show? Oh, who cares? Don't listen to that fuck. I, I know that. It doesn't matter. It, for, it, consider it a sign of being over the, over the mark, uh, you know, getting, the, getting um, people, the bots, try to discredit you. Good, good luck. What, what, what's what's, what's, what's maggot show going to accuse me of? Being a neurotic hypochondriac? Bring it, <laughs> but um, oh, anyhow, that's it. And and we look, we we don't. Nobody's perfect. I don't. I don't think Crowder in whatever video we saw where he might have been rude and whatever. The man's not a wife beater uh, until concrete evidence to the contrary. The mullet faction of this community is powerful. It will prevail, says Finboy Slick. And we got bio. What does that say? Bio autonomist is now a monthly supporter. Welcome to the family, bio-autonomous. Although I want to see some... Oh, Magachow's calling me a Pfizer whore. 
Well, so long as uh, Magachode doesn't spam, uh, he's free to show everyone that he's an idiot and um, that we as a community don't care about empty barrels making a lot of noise. But if you spam, that's where people get the boot. The boot, hey, that's where you get the boot. Okay, so I can bring this back out now. Boom shakalaka. Um, let me see here. I can't believe my kid has been this good. I, I wonder what he's watching. I, 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 at the risk of getting in trouble with the internet, we may or may not have discovered Family Guy. <laughs> we just saw an episode last night where Peter Griffin was running around naked and Brian, to get him to put, to get Peter to put his clothes back on, shaved his fur. And so Brian, totally, the dog, totally naked, like an old lady. It's like, had his, you see his six nipples. And then my kid's like, why does the dog have six nipples? And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Even male dogs have multiple nipples or six nipples. And I had to Google why it is that male dogs have six nipples. So I guess it was a, a learning, a learning time. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. So he's been good, but I'm going to go and uh, tend to the child after uh, we take this party on over to vivabarnslaw.locals.com. So, uh, all that to say, everybody, um, let's go to the chat and just see what's going on in the chat here. Magachode back in the house. Magachode, Viva, you're welcome. My trolling got you more money. Great idea. Dude, it's on you. Keep it up, I guess. <laughs> Teaching your kids is always good, says Skeptical59. Yeah, I think The Simpsons is always, and you learn something from every Simpsons episode. Uh, I can tell you one thing, from a couple of the Family Guy episodes, my kid's learning things that you will not be allowed to repeat in public, but they are quite funny. Um, okay, now, but Magachode, you're, you're pushing the line to, 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 to um, what's the word? To, to spamming. Be careful. Okay, y'all are egging him on, and silence is the biggest killer. <laughs> Don't give this guy any money. <laughs> All right, um... Cheers from the land of Conor McGregor, Viva. Oh, we could have talked about that as well. Anyways, we'll leave more to talk about tomorrow. Tomorrow, I think we got like a five and a half hour drive, so it's nothing nothing too painful. Um, come on over. We're going to talk about some stuff on vivabarnslaw.locals.com after this. And I am going to. Here's the link to vivabarnslaw.locals.com. seems that I forgot to do one thing, and I forget to do it all the time. Yeah, I got, I got sponsors, and that's nice. But I am also my own sponsor. If you want to get a shirt... The who, what, when, why, where is up there. Viva, look at the young, oh, look at young Viva with the wild hair. Oh, so life was simple back then. VivaFry.com. You got, um, if you want to get some merch. The shipping is, I know that the shipping is a problem because some products ship from different locations. And so if you get two different things, you might pay shipping on two different things. So if you're going to do something, get them all under one shipping and it'll be much more cost effective. But if you want to get a Wanted for President mug, Mugshot shot glass, mugshot coffee mug, or mugshot shirt. It's there. If you want something that's not political, there's a ton of other stuff in there that you can get. Populism fixes everything. Uh, politics ruins everything. We'll be wild. The words of the insurrectionist. Honest Abe. You get Barnes on a beautiful shirt. Look at this. So nice. Bouncy Castle having us some fun stuff. Okay. And then you get some bumper stickers. So Viva Fry, and if you want to become a monthly supporter on vivabarnslaw.locals.com where you get a ton of exclusive stuff or just become a member. That's where we are going right now. Thank you all for being here on Rumble if you're not coming over. And um, I'll go live tomorrow again. And I might have a good guest. I'm gonna, I might have a guest tomorrow. I don't know when she's coming on, but we're going to get an update on the Randy Hillier trial in Canada. He's the sitting member of provincial parliament accused of, what was it? Assault on an officer for moving a, a, a barricade so that protesters could go up on the Capitol. Accused of um, uh, 
What's the other one there? Mischief. I'm going to get a guest on to give us the update on the Tamara Leach. Uh, yeah, Tamara Leach and Chris Barber mischief trial. Uh, going to get a guest on to summarize, give us the executive summary and explain the findings of the NCI, the National Citizens Inquiry. Um, and that is it. Digital, digital few confusion says, thank you, David. Much love. <laughs> All right. And everybody, we're going to end it on, on, on Rumble. So Sunday night show has come up. It's going to be good. Uh, and that is it. So come on over to vivabarneslaw.locals.com. Rumble, if you're not coming, thank you very much for being here. I will see you tomorrow. Peace out, everyone. Locals, I'm a coming. Three, two, one. Peace. Yeah, I should have. I should have. Either not replied to, the, not engaged with the trolls, or just um, it became spam towards the end. But whatever, to each their own. I'm convinced there's a lot of Fed posting going on. Locals, what's up, Ethan? Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Okay, he's doing good. He says he's doing good. I can't, I can't, I can't contradict the child. I don't know what the hell he's doing, and <laughs> I don't know what he's watching. But you know, it's television, so it can only be so bad. Oh God, how's everybody doing? We um. We're driving, man. Okay, so th uh, th this is what I wanted to talk about, at least for the for the locals exclusive part, and then we'll take questions. I, I should I do the Barnes thing? Like, just if you guys have questions, you can ask questions. I just don't think I'd be able to like give on the fly answers unless I, for whatever the reason, happen to know the answer. Uh, let's do the tips, and let's go with my anecdote from my drive to Alabama and from it was beautiful, and then we'll talk about what's going on. In uh oh, hey now, hey now locals don't glitch on me in case it happens bill brown it says one question david how many times has the phrase shh don't tell mom been uttered so far this trip now nah, my my wife knows <laughs> and we've got tubby wanted me to tell you in moments of doubt trust your gut hug your dog and eat a donut i'll do everything except for the last one the donut will give me a stomach ache did you pass your tsa prostate exam <laughs> that's bill brown uh hold on so if i go to tip why can't i see them Okay, they're not loading. We might be having a bit of a glitch on, on locals. It doesn't matter. I think I got all of them. I'm at the risk of screwing everything up. I'm going to refresh it. Hey, Viva. Okay, so we got Crazy Die 73. Hey, Viva. And you got, what is this? Are, are these, Bill, what is the picture of? Oh, the, so, okay, so we got Frost. Yes, so this morning when we left uh, Alabama, Tuscaloosa, there was frost on the ground. There was frost on the windshield of our car. Um, it really, Tuscaloosa at least, felt very much like the eastern townships of Quebec. Rolling mountains, beautiful trees. Um, everything about it felt very eastern townships, Quebec-ish, uh, you know, where, the, where there's not very big mountains. It was beautiful. My kid, I mean, he's been saying it everywhere, like, everyone's so nice here. It, it, wonderful, nice people. It was amazing. Everybody. Um, the, the town was beautiful. Uh, no, was, oh, oh, and the, so the drive country roads. First of all, I've never actually seen, uh, let me make sure that it is actually what I thought it was. I'm, I'm fairly certain country road, take my home. Yeah. So they were cotton, cotton fields. I've never seen a cotton field in my entire life. And we're driving. I was like, it was, it was, this was not the frost. This was before the frost. So the day before when it was sunny, I'm like, what? Is, I've never seen anything like this before. You're like, well, this is exactly actually what it looked like. Hold on here. Share screen. 
They were like the, you, brown stems. They looked. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to expand it on the wrong picture. The the it looked like dried stems, and then these little beautiful white puff things and and massive fields of them. I was like, I've never seen anything like this before, and it was beautiful. Um, and we drove through the country roads everywhere. There's no four lane highways like in Florida. Maybe there are somewhere in Alabama, but I didn't see them. You get to Mont. We drove through Montgomery. Some places, you know, looked, uh, I see, sketchy, but it's like, you know, they, some places in Quebec, you know, you're driving through, they look, they look sketchy, but I don't know the area, and everything looks a little bit scarier when you don't know the area. We drove through Montgomery, didn't see anything. Barnes gave me, uh, oh, he gave me three locations to see, and I didn't get to any of them, because we actually ultimately didn't have very much time at all. Hank Williams' home, Birmingham Civil Rights Institute, and there was a third one. But I understand it. We went. This is this is fantastic. So we traded. We we uh, well. The news is we we had to trade in the jeep, and so we got another. We we got a new car, like a new car, actually new, not fifty some odd thousand miles, and it's uh, it's an off road type vehicle. And so we get there. We're going. We're in Alabama, and I want to go do some off roading, and so we Google off roading near me. And um, we find a place, it's called uh, Turkey Creek Road. And uh, it's, it was, you know, 25 kilometers from Tuscaloosa. And so we drive, we're looking for this, we go to this place, and there's like a dirt road that goes off the single lane country highway, beautiful. And so we get on it, we start driving, and, and it's, it was fun, you know, it's bumpy, dirt, and we're like, oh, this is so cool. We drive over like a, a wooden bridge over a creek, you know, no guardrails, no nothing. I was like, is this, is this thing going to hold us? Felt like we were actually in road trip where, you know, it, we took the shortcut. If the shortcut was easy, it would just be called the way. And then about like, I see a mailbox and then I'm thinking like, is this, a, is this a, 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 an official off-road? And I'm like, paranoid, neurotic, seen a bunch of movies. You know, I saw the beach. I'm thinking like, we're going to stumble across a marijuana field. Someone's going to come out and say, you now know too much and you're not going anywhere. So then we're like, oh my goodness, okay, we should not be... Uh, we, we shouldn't be here. This is probably someone's private property. And then we turned around and went out. And we, got, we, had, we got like 200 meters of off-roading in and it was fun. Then we went to another place. Just we were looking around. We'd start driving down a, another beautiful country road. And um, I never knew this, but there's like, so there's oil rigs out in Alabama too. And we're off some country road. We see a dirt road. We take it. It's beautiful. It's muddy. We're bumping up and down. And we get to an oil rig in the middle of, it was just, I mean, I'm going to put it together in the video, but it was beautiful. Talk to my kid. Anyone else keep freezing up? And yeah, there's um, refresh. Uh, there, there, I'm having glitches here. I couldn't. Um, yeah, people are saying yes on and off. Uh, so it was fun. We went. We went. Did a little off roading. I didn't want to get into any trouble. Um, and then we, we we went back and we saw the debate. Kid was on his phone. Well, on my phone playing games, which is you know better than better than not having fun. Enjoyed the debate. We met uh, John Burke was sitting next to us. We talked the whole night. My kid now, um, we talked with Alison Morrow's husband, Lynn Westover, is a, is a veteran. And, you know, we were talking about everything. And it's, uh, it's you know, the life, the life sacrifice and uh, um, veterans. It's, 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 all, it's incomprehensible for someone who's never had any such experience. I think I have a sufficient degree of empathy that, that I can close my eyes and imagine kind of what the sacrifice is like. The, you know, 
But it's amazing. You sit there talking to people who have put themselves at mortal risk, have seen things that normal, you know, not normal, but people, most people are not supposed to see. And then come back and you come back to civilian life and the the reintegration. I was talking about this with John Burke as well. And it's just, it's it's something else. It's something else that it, 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 when you don't have the, when you don't talk to people and you don't appreciate people's life stories, you know, talking with Bill Brown, I mean, it's just, it's just, incomprehensible to people who have never had that experience and then to the people who have had the experience to them it's just normal um but it's it's yeah so that was it M mortal risk so people like biden can diddle kids says furby slayer why not have allison morrow husband as a guest we did roostang we had we had a uh, lynn i want to have him back again we had lynn on a while back we had allison on um but i wanted because man the discussion that lynn and i had i mean it was like it's, it, for me, it was straight out of like, a, you know, the most, uh, uh, what's the word, not quintessential movie you can imagine. We're sitting there roasting marshmallow, you know, with both of our kids. And I'm the city bumpkin who's never had any, any, any experience like, like, like Lynn has had in his life. Sitting over a fire in the middle of Florida uh, with those beautiful, I don't know if they're weeping willow trees, whatever they are. It, it was surreal out of a movie. And I'm listening to, you know, I'm having a discussion with a man who has experienced more than people should. Um, and it was, it was a thing of beauty that I, I know my kid is going to remember for the rest of his life for, for the best possible reason. And then we saw John Burke last night. John Burke says, I, you know, we start talking. My kid hears him say, oh yeah, I served in Afghanistan. My kid listening says, thank you for your service in the most unsolicited, uh, wonderful way ever. And it, we should thank everyone for their service. Does it doesn't mean a free pass for holding bad political views in the current time, but it is it is an um, it's respect. The water crossings at Tahoe, aside from rock crawling, would have Viva near heart attack levels. It would be amusing, says Biscuits and Smut. The funny thing is, in these cars that have good roll bars, you know they're, they're sturdy. I wouldn't mind rolling. I've rolled in a car at high speed before. It was you know, happened so fast it was over before I knew it, but. Uh, that being said, I, I, where was I? Oh, crossing, I think it's the Sierra Nevada mountains going into California. I went camping there with my wife. Oh, and Mount Lemon in Arizona. Yeah, that, that had me sweating just driving on, on the road and that was paved. Um, so yeah, you're probably, you're probably right. Biscuits and smut. Bill Brown says, uh, yes, my brother, it's hard. Had an aunt who was an RN in Vietnam, never the same in and out of institutions and bill brown says it never goes away and the amazing thing is i, I was talking why well, i'd say I, I i'd love only for to have the discussion with them so that i wouldn't accidentally disclose something that someone might have told to me in confidence that they didn't necessarily that they wouldn't have shared with me had they known i would talk about it later so one day i'll get both of them on again and we'll talk about it in detail all right now let's see if can i bring up the tips here Okay, then we got Pasha Moyer, $1 tip says, Hooray, I just noticed that there is now a Rumble app on my Samsung Smart TV. It makes me happy now for locals. Pam Walker says, My dad used to pick cotton with his brothers and sisters as a kid. It's I, I still don't understand how it goes from those little cotton balls, like how they come out. Let's just, I'm just trying to imagine that they, it's like a, it's like a dandelion, and instead of it being yellow when it blossoms or whatever that, you know, the, the fluff things that blow off, it's a little tuft of cotton. But then what do you do with it after that? Like, so you take it and then you, and then it goes in through machines and they roll it into like strand. I'm, 
I got to go look at how it's made. There's probably, there has to be an episode of how it's made and they show you how it's made. I just saw a French Bulldog. Hold on, I'm, I'm early. Finboy Slick says, was away for a while, been moving, etc. But tonight I made a steak in my new house. You can come and say hi, what's up? I don't know. Um, Where's the password? I'm not telling you about the password, are you crazy? Oh, the password for here. What password do you right think? Right there, right there, that one. It's Capitals Matter, Capitals Matter. We gotta go for we gotta go for dinner soon. Uh, where was I? Was away for a while, been moving, but tonight I made a steak in my new house. That congratulations and, and Godspeed. Sat down to eat it and watched the Vita stream. Missed you, but life is very good right now. Finboy Slick, enjoy it, and hopefully you cook that steak properly. Pittsburgh rare, or maybe Pittsburgh blue, depending on how you take things rare. Rena for real. I hate we couldn't actually meet you yesterday, but Louis enjoyed the outing just the same. Was did I see your dog very briefly, Rena? I'll feel so terrible. I heard someone say hi, and I was behind the gates. Ethan, did we see this dog yesterday? I think so. Rena, don't do another rumble rant. Uh, tip. Uh, don't do another tip. Hold on one second. Did we see you very yeah. briefly? I remember seeing a French bulldog from across the fence, and then I heard someone say, Viva. Well, now I'll feel bad if that's actually the case. Hold on. Rena, let me know in the chat. Although, maybe lie to me so that I won't obsess over that. And it was when I was, it was right at the time, I think, when we were, it was either the rumble, was it when we were doing the stream? Okay, go get, go get soft. We're going to go for dinner in a second. Oh, Rena, I'm sorry. That's going to be frustrating. I, I, I'm like sincerely, genuinely, I don't feel bad. You were, I'm going to feel bad because I, 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 it was right there. Okay. It'll happen again. I don't know when I'm going to go back to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, but, um, <laughs> okay, go get on, get on. Can you do it? Do what? The thing. Kid wants to get on, uh, the internet. I don't have any. Use Wi-Fi. Okay. Now you're on the guest. Now you go here. Give me two seconds. Here we go like this. Enter your password oh, for this password. Hold on, sorry, people. Hello. It's been good. My stomach is grumbling. If my stomach is grumbling, your stomach is grumbling. I'm no, it's not. Oh, there you go. You're in. Okay, boom. Get out Thank of here. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, that sucks. Okay, Rena, I'm sorry, but we did say hi. I just didn't realize who the heck I was uh, who the heck I was saying hi to, and I would have. I I wanted to. The thing is this. I, I wanted to see the dog. I, I, a brindle Frenchie. I, I was like, it didn't look quite like Barney. He didn't look quite like Barney. Because um, why did Newsmax cut the feed, says Mighty Pay? I don't know. I didn't know that they did that. Rena Friel says, if you come back, I can take you all to, to Tanhill State Park and see a grist mill. Well, if we ever come back, we're going to... I don't want to say the place that we ate at that I did not like the food, but I'll, I... I, I I'm, uh, I, we, sh we did not even have the time to go to, like, a, 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 a real, legit barbecue. Finboy Slick says, Viva Fry, that'll learn you to be a diva and not turn around when someone yells, Hi, Viva, twisting. No, no, they saw, I saw the dogs, like a beautiful French bulldog, and then I was like, I, I, don't, I was, I was going to go. Oh. Um, cool dino camo hoodie. <laughs> he's got the dino, he's got the camo hoodie, and, um, yeah, that's it. And, you know, Rena, I'm sorry, but, uh, thank, I mean, it was, I, we said hi. It, I just, I, it's like the one time I don't come over to see a dog, but by the time the stream was over, also so freaking cold. I mean, I, I'm not a baby, but an outdoor stream, an outdoor live stream was good, was was cold. Uh, let's see, we're going to go up. If you come back, I'll say, okay, E-Man says, Bill Brown, 
<laughs> hey kiddo, why did Newsmax cut the feed? And there's a beautiful Afghan in there. Mighty Pan, who's it? It was Farah's birthday yesterday. She is a year old, and that's from Jeanette Victoria. That's a beautiful dog. Okay, what do we got here? Did your son enjoy a horse ride at Allison Morrill's place from Roostang? He'll never forget it. And I don't. There were there were some there were some critics on the internet saying it's dangerous to put someone on a horse. And yeah, I don't know. I think I said this already, but for, uh, I'm neurotic. And if I've made the decision that a horse is a reliable enough horse for me to jump on their back and bareback, I mounted Ethan on it. I was watching, and you know they weren't they weren't doing any equestrian tricks. Uh, but Allison said the, that that her I mean it, she's known that horse for thirty years. That was the most docile, beautiful horse I've ever seen. It was so cool. It just started moving when I jumped on it the second time. And I jumped and mounted a horse. Felt good. Um, yeah, the, 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 Allie Michael says, oh, my God, the video of the horse was hysterical. Yeah, you believe there's people on the internet criticizing me for not mounting from the left. I, dude, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know horses well, but I don't know what that culture is or what that training is. And um, then there's others saying it's very dangerous if you shouldn't have put your kid on the horse. First of all, kids safer on the horse, I think, than near or behind a horse if the horse is bad. But that horse, I, I made sure. And we had spent, like, you know, a good few hours with that horse. The horse was just just beautiful. Uh, let's see what we got here. What was, oh, the Afghans in the house. Viva Fry, sure, putting a kid on a horse is dangerous. Depriving them of that kind of experience is even more dangerous, says Finboy Sake. I agree, sir. Her horse looks really, really good for as old as she is. Yeah. And so the other one... Freckles, the white one, who's a little more emaciated and, and older, and apparently, I don't know how it works, is not taking on weight, but, you know, they get along. Uh, she adopted that older one, the white one, but she's had that horse for 30, 31 or 32 years. Horse was beautiful, amazing. And, you know, that fuzzy stuff inside the nose, you're going to, like, rub the navel, beautiful. What do we got here? Timestamps. It's up. Tucker Carlson, the Alex Jones interview. Ooh, I'll be watching that later. Booyah. Thank you. Who put that up? Who put that up? I say, Mr. Mike, Mr. Mike. Thank you. Crazy Dice says, good night. I'll see you later. Bourbon, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I should, what time is it now? 6.30? We're going to go have dinner. I don't know where we're going to get decent food. And I don't mean decent, like snobbish. I just, I, uh, like, just a piece, of, a piece of meat, a piece of chicken, and salad that is not doused in disgusting gelatinous um, dressing. Mayor Maria 36, I think you as a parent knows better. Absolutely. I mean, I, there's no, first of all, I, I, foresee, uh, I foresee catastrophe everywhere. So if I make the decision, it's because I have not foreseen. I can even see the, I can foresee the catastrophe. When Ethan was on the horse, the horse was just like walking along and went into some bushes. Poke an eye out. Boom. What's that going to cost you? I don't know. Doctors out here are expensive. What, what was this? After a day of rock crawling, go fishing here in kayak in peace and quiet, biscuits and smut. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mountains, crystal clear water. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, and then we got, who's this dog? Look at me. Sight hounds? Sight hounds are the best. That is a beautiful greyhound. My grandfather trained thoroughbreds. They are huge, says Steve Skeptic. Oh, that's in Tahoe, Biscuits. Yeah, that was not Florida. Don't, people, that was not. The Florida ponds, the, reten the retaining ponds don't look like that. And there ain't no mountains like that in Florida. Ask for dressing on the side, Pam Walker. Yeah, no, it's, but it's, it's, I'll just take vinegar and oil. But that disgusting, creamy ranch, there's like, 
It's the thickener in the dressing that makes me want to uh, wretch. And now that I know that artificial sweeteners are bad for you, the low-fat dressings are bad for you, I grew up on low-fat vinaigrette. It was just, now I realize in retrospect how disgusting it was. I would let my kids ride Allison's horse, says Martha. Oh. And Allison is awesome with, I mean, both of them, Allison and Lynn, are awesome with their kids. Their kids are sitting around there literally playing in a mountain of manure. Not like fresh manure, but like fertilizer, compost. It's beautiful seeing kids be kids and smile and play in the dirt. It was just, it was just beautiful. Pasha Morris says, I commend you, Viva, and congratulate Ethan for the way we have seen him behave on this trip. It's exceptional and great to see. Uh, that's a $1 tip. Thank you very much, Pasha. Look. Kid has, kid has his moments, but it's usually fatigue-induced or hunger-induced, and we might be approaching both of those now shortly, so. All right, okay, so let me, um, let me, don't let me go. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna let everyone, everyone go and enjoy the evening. There's gonna be a bourbon with Barnes tonight. I've been, I've been catching up with Barnes's bourbon with Barnes's in the morning as I drive, and it's fantastic. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh, and then Ham Handed in the comments says, you still need to add an O to the why, so it begins with the who, like all the others. Why? A why. Okay. Uh, so let us have dinner. Have a nice dinner, Viva. Hope you find a decent place. Maria36. I'm going to go Google. I just, I'm going to have a steak. I just want a steak. That's it. Okay. Go, everybody. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for being part of this community. Thank you for being patient with the uh, glitches, you know, the, uh, the tech issues. This one was smooth. On the road, I can set up. Got to the hotel. First thing I did, went straight to the treadmill. Kid worked out a little bit as well, but didn't break a sweat. Was lucky to get here in time and not be schwitzing like a pig. But now I'm going to go replenish with some food. So I will see you all tomorrow. Thank you all for being here, and I will talk to you soon. <laughs>